cents a barrel. And we join now by our market analyst Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello! Top of the morning to you, Sakina, and the rest of the AM Live listeners. What a gloomy day, oh my goodness. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> well, it's better than uh, <laughs> last week when, uh, you know, that demolition happened the weekend before and at least you didn't you have to face the crowd. My, but but let's not go there. Uh, let's <laughs> 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 Let's not go there. The Asian markets, Clive, opening uh, yeah. mostly lower on Monday. Investors awaiting further details from President Donald Trump on his economic policies, including some tax reforms. Absolutely. And they started to become a bit of a concern. And I'll tell you why, because everybody believes that natural fact that White House is no longer the trusted, tested White House that we knew of Barack Obama and even his predecessors. So, Kino, for the first time, uh, it seems like there's something that's taken place uh, within the uh, administration of Donald Trump, which is not very well with uh, the rest of the world's economies. And I'll tell you, when they met with uh, Shinzo Abe, who is a massive Kazuchiwa fan and also the Prime Minister of Japan, people thought to themselves, perhaps maybe this is good signs. You would remember that the relationship with Japan and the U.S. has been quite uh, uh, thin, but President Obama, former President Barack Obama, managed to somehow pull some strings, and we remember them celebrating Hiroshima and also Pearl Harbor uh, to try and tighten down those particular relationships. It seems that this time around, um, there was a little bit of confusion, particularly uh, on the Chinese, on the Japanese uh, Prime Minister, with regards to the policies that Donald Trump is trying to implement. For example, there was a NATO meeting that took place over the weekend, at which a lot of criticism was raised with regards to commentary that was made uh, by the administration of Donald Trump with regards to moderating the relationship with NATO, particularly in the European sector of things, uh, where they believe that that relationship is very, very crucial and central. However, Sakina, that was affected a lot of the Japanese market. You would have seen that uh, companies like Sony, like Honda, and including Kodak as well, uh, were sitting in the negative in red. Uh, Kodak particularly down on an average of uh, 1.4% as the uh, yen strengthened against the U.S. dollar, which obviously hurt a lot of the export numbers. So it is becoming very, very difficult, particularly on tax reform. And uh, there's a rumor, Sakina, that uh, uh, President Trump, uh, does not get his news sources uh, from what is what would what you would expect uh, presidents to get their news sources. He uses uh, uh, Fox News. It is not a rumor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just disabuse you of that. It is not a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, pressure mounting yeah. ahead of the budget speech this week. Uh, the political rumors. Are investors concerned about that? Hey, struggling under it. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. But let me tell you this. I, it, for me, it is very important that uh, uh, Minister Parvin Gordon focuses of, on what is actually at hand. And obviously, there's a number of things that have taken place since the midterm budget speech last year in September. One of the other things, obviously, that would be looked into would be how he's going to handle the issue with the sugar tax. And will in, he indeed increase uh, the value added tax, which is the VAT? Which has never been increased uh, even before part, before uh, the dawn of the of a democracy uh, that we enjoy today up until today at 14 percent. I just want to make a, a, a clear uh, a comment here, Sakina. Uh, South Africa's uh, VAT or the value added tax is one of the lowest 
in the world. I think uh, there's only about uh, another two or three other countries who are compared to South Africa in terms of the emerging market that have a slightly uh, uh, less or, or, or equal uh, VAT. So that is seemingly the probably the most easiest uh, one to negotiate, but I doubt that Labour... Labour will be impressed with that if it were to happen. You would have seen how they responded, particularly with the sugar tax, which is still very sensitive, by the way, uh, particularly coming from the beverage society uh, and unions as well, talking about how 6,000 jobs could be at stake should that happen. But I saw some pictures. I don't know if you saw them. They were flying around on Twitter, how relaxed Treasury is, how they're planning, seeing Deputy Minister uh, 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 join us and team as well, the Treasury there. Uh, the CFO as well being there. So I think that we must expect a very good, diligent uh, budget. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of the things, uh, particularly that have to do with uh, our, our fiscus, uh, will be attached and will be discussed. And uh, I think he's done a really good job, uh, Mr. Finance, in terms of allowing uh, the economic structure, which is taking place in the global scale, uh, and being able to help us uh, to avoid as well uh, what we saw with the rating agencies, what we saw. But, like, you know, most importantly, most importantly, my sister, I think South Africa has got to pat itself on the back. If you look at, for example, some of the data that has come out in recent uh, weeks and have shown that the stability, there is economic activity, the business confidence is back, the tourism sector is a wow to the rest of the world. And most importantly, we saw that decline in inflation uh, from 68 to 6.6%. So for me, uh, that on its own are very good signals that our economy is going into the right direction. And then just a final one um, on the South African rand, especially um, in the context of a rebounding dollar. Yeah, you know, um, unfortunately on Friday, I'm sure you would have seen, uh, there was a little bit of a pullback um, of the South African rand. I still think that to be at 13 rand at this particular moment, Regina, who would have thought? And your favorite price, by the way, which, which has been a concern, which is our Brent crude uh, price, um, has also uh, been going up. It's been in an upward uh, trajectory. Mm. But thanks to the rand stability and the, and the rate strength, um, there are no rumors of a, of, a, of a petrol hike yet. So I think that's, that's phenomenal. So I'm hoping that the rand does keep the shape. Um, <laughs> Um, that I'm hoping that we see as Minister from Glory as well continue even after the budget. So, you know, <laughs> he, he's still there, and uh, hopefully nothing will be affected by the rise. Uh, so, I'm, I'm hoping that's not going to happen because the economy, really, to be honest, from where we were in 2016, we are really doing well into 2017. Well, Clive, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much. Our mock analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM. And very interesting comments. Um, this one from Denton in Durban says, Sakina, uh, the uh, Jacob Zuma statue will fall the same way the Rhodes one fell. Students who need that money for their education will bring it down. Zintle says, we will bury the ANC in the next election for imposing leaders like Brian Mulefe on us. Um, Jack in Alberton says, Saxon World Shabin has, uh, was nowhere to be found. And now Mulefe's name is nowhere to be found in War 29 in Artis, a political dribble 
bubbling wizard he is. And then this one unsigned, I do not trust anyone in South Africa because of corruption, whether you are superior or inferior, ANC or DA to me, they are all corrupt. And Catherine Robertson says, um, if Mulife takes over as finance minister, then the Guptas and Zuma will be able to loot treasury. Uh, it will be all over for our economy and for our country. And that's an interesting argument that's been made um, time and time again. But then when it comes to it, when it comes down to it, people, um, your cabinet ministers serve at the behest of the president. It is therefore his prerogative to appoint whoever he deems fit, whoever he trusts to his cabinet. And um, Praveen Gordon might not be his choice. So um, whether we like his choice or not is a different matter, but it remains his prerogative. And uh, that we can do very little about. It's four minutes before eight. The South African Weather Service says that the depression that began as tropical cyclone